Hello, welcome to another episode of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, also known as Mike Zielinski. My guest today is Kelly Garrity Haldeman. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. You have a remarkable story, and I'm not sure how your story evolved, so uh, how you got to this point, that's why you're here. But nine years ago, you didn't even run. You were a non-runner. You could run, but you were a non-runner, I mean, competitive-wise. And you were in a horrific car accident that almost killed you, correct? I was, yes, yep. And uh, were your, your injuries catastrophic? or? Um, I had some skull fractures in my head um, and some nerve damage, which I have, um, I can't really see too well out of my left eye. It's just cosmetically kind of placed. Um, broken toe, broken nose, um, things like that. So. Wow. Yeah. Now, you weren't a runner before this accident. What, what uh, motivated you to suddenly become a runner? I kind of, um, after the accident, I kind of started just feeling sorry for myself and the way I looked and didn't do much. And just one day I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. Like, be thankful for that. And a friend of mine ran and I just started small. After my first 5K, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never running more than three miles and then yeah. never running more than six. And I really liked it and what, for what it did for me. And I saw the great community and, and the potential it had to be something wonderful. Well, it's, been, it's exceeded that, if you can exceed wonderful. You have completed three of the Abbott World Marathon majors. There's six of them. Yes. Very few people have completed all of them. I think a 1,000 ever. And you've done three of six. You're doing Tokyo next year. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an amazing story, the metamorphosis. I know you just came back, you did the Berlin Marathon, and you exceeded your personal best where you did like five, five hours and nine minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that must, tell us a little bit about that, because I know you have some physical limitations still, right, that your, your running gait and peripheral vision? A little bit, yeah. yeah. So um, I just really changed my training around, and I wanted to combine the good you know, doing good, the good work that I do for, for charity with raising the money and such. And then also for myself, like work hard and prove to others, anybody can do it. Just takes work. So I worked all summer in this brutal, brutal heat. It was, it was crazy, but it paid off. I got to Berlin. The weather was great. The sights were great. And I just got out there and gave it my all. Is the finish line Brandenburg Gate? You, <laughs> it should be. You go through that, and I'm like emotional and crying. Because that's, like, that's where the Berlin Wall was. Right, right. And I'm thinking, oh, this is remember. so great. And then there's a sign that says, keep going. It's like only 200 yards left, and that's where the point two comes in. But oh. let me tell you. Wow. <laughs> but, yeah, just a beautiful, wonderful thing. And I thought about that, too. Like, the people that do it for the people who couldn't get through those gates. That was very emotional to me. So my family fought in the war. And yeah, so you've, you've run the yeah. New York Marathon, Berlin. What was the other one? Chicago. You Chicago. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. And, then, the, and then you have two international events, uh, Tokyo. I have Tokyo and uh, London left, and then I want to bring it home in Boston on American yeah. soil. Now, you're not an elite runner per se, <laughs> although in my world, reference you are an elite runner so you have to get what sp sponsor exemptions or whatever to get in or yeah and how do you or manage through charity. that through um, charity yeah so i i just um i am able is one of my favorites uh, tell us a little bit about that because this is uh, i think part two of a very remarkable story you have because your your renaissance your metamorphosis from being an accident victim to a, this fabulous runner but the work you do for i'm able to and also the friendship you have with a little boy. 
Uh, tell us, first of all, I'm able. They're, they're why missing based, and they help people with mobility issues. Right. Tell us yep. a bit more about that. So they that. were founded in 2007 um, by Chris Kaig, who was a, a Marine. Um, he lost the use of his legs, but he's very, very active. Um, loved running, loved working I think he's out. a fitness instructor. And right yeah. now we, we do cross, CrossFit. Um, he owns the core fitness gym. Um, and he didn't want to give that up when he lost the use of his legs. So he created this, he has an adapt, he uses adaptive equipment. So he created this foundation and just anybody who, I mean, if you're born with um, a disability or something happens where you can't, you know, use your own power to, to make your goals, uh, they help get adaptive equipment for that. And that really just, that could have been me. I was like, I, I could have lost something where I would have needed something and it, it, it's so expensive and you mm-hmm. don't realize it. But uh, let me tell you, going to one of those events, you just watch these people and, and they just don't give up. And, and that's, that's little Ryan who I... Yeah, since. tell us a little bit about Ryan. Yeah, I believe he was four years old. He at was the time. four. Yeah, he's old. What now? About six. He'll be six in January. Okay, so tell so, us a little bit about um, Ryan. He and was how that born happened. with spina bifida. Um, so when I met him, he was walking with um, crutches. Uh, so he had needed, and he wanted to be active. He wanted to to run. He always was active. His mom has videos of him and being like trying to do stuff as a little kid so always very determined um and his parents are are just wonderful too and they've accommodated you know they've tried to to help him uh facilitate this so he wanted a bike um very expensive i think the bike was like three thousand dollars um to get everything custom fit pedals everything so um i met him and we got him this bike and it it's amazing and he recently completed the duathlon he did 15 miles Wow. Now, he trains with you occasionally in some of your short treks, right? Yeah. Yeah, he comes to um, our his favorite restaurant where we actually met is PJ Willihan's. <laughs> Sports bar. Sports bar, of course, yeah, right? He's yeah. four. Why not? Yeah. Um, they've also been incredibly <laughs> wonderful in the community. So they've, um, they've given a lot of donation to I Am Able to help to help yeah. out with everything. So they do some sponsored runs there, and the owner comes out, and we all... He rides his bike. We run. I mean... It's, it's just great. Sometimes he's like, come on, speed it up. <laughs> how, how much have uh, you think you've raised so far through your marathons for I'm Able? Um, I think maybe around 5000 5, or so. Wow. so yeah. and, do you have a goal for that? I know you're, you're I, running all you've exceeded, yeah. but do you, do you have a monetary goal for that? I do. I'd love to keep it. Now what I've done is I've just kept it open, and people can donate because I'm running, or they could donate because of Ryan or... Um, I actually have a friend now in New Jersey who's going to run for them for the Philadelphia Marathon. So the story's, the story's getting out there and the word's spreading. So yeah. I and would fun- love to break 100,000. Yeah. And you fundraise throughout the year, just not when you're running, right? Right, yeah. So I've, I've decided to just keep that open the whole time. So How do you, uh, What do you find more satisfying, the fact that you have accomplished three of these marathons with three more to go or the charitable work you do? When, you're, when I'm running and, and things are going through my head, it, it's the charitable work. Like, I always think of the people, like, do it for this one, do it for that one, or somebody I saw, like I said, at that I Am Able to Athlon. Um, because somebody's counting, somebody's maybe watching me thinking, wow, maybe I can do that. So yeah. I try to do my best to inspire and help others who, who might be down yeah. on their luck. When you're near the uh, terminals of exhaustion in a marathon, <laughs> and I, I know all you guys get that, does that give you added motivation, knowing 
you're, you're running for a greater cause. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I always run in an I Am Able shirt, and I always have, uh, I put Ryan's name on my bib and, and a Bible verse. And when the going gets oh, tough, I just, wow. I have that there, and I, I, I do. I remember that. And there's, there's lots of, of kids out there and, and adults and everybody who, like I said, if one person looks at me and says, well, I could do that now, it, it's, it's worth every, every ounce of everything I've given it. Uh, how do you have f- time, how do you find time to train? You have two jobs. One of them, a part-time job for a running start, mm-hmm. which is in West Reading for, for runners, not just runners, but it's a perfect part-time job perfect, for someone yeah. like you. <laughs> uh, what's your full-time job? I'm a staffing coordinator at Gage Personnel. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So how do you find time to train? It, wake up early, go out, <laughs> yeah, dark, hot, you know, yeah. whenever I can. So I always have stuff in my car for everything. People are like, what the heck is this? I'm like, well, that's if I need to go to work. That's if I need to run. That's if it's raining. Do you find so. the fact that running probably gives you more energy, though? That, too, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I, I mean, like I said, it's hard sometimes, but I want to be an example for where there's a will, there's a way. Like, I want people to say, like, don't say, like, oh, she can do it because of this. It's like, oh, wow, she does it, so maybe I can do it. Do you think you would ever become a runner if you hadn't had the accident? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I wouldn't probably be doing all giving back and doing all the stuff that I'm doing. So in, in a, in a, in, it's an interesting uh, involvement here. It's made you a better person in a lot of ways and a more complete person, which you wouldn't have had if you didn't have the accident. I don't know. Thank you. Know? you. <laughs> yeah. I'll try. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so your goal, you did five hours and nine minutes. What's your goal for Tokyo? I'm going to try to break five, especially since the weather's in my favor. Um, it's going to be about 40 degrees there, which people are like, yikes. But that's, that's good for America. That's my right? ideal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's my kind of weather. So uh, You're getting, where you get, what's the threshold where you don't have to get a sponsorship charitable exemption? Because your times are getting down there. Uh, 335. Oh, wow. <laughs> So that's your next goal? Yes. I, I mean, I'd love to qualify for Boston. I, yeah. I would love it. And I know a lot of people look at me and they're like, that's a lot of time. But you know what? Um, that is a lot So of time. was getting up to run a marathon. So yeah. I'm not going to say I'm not going to do it, but. What was your first, when you did the first marathon you ran? Which was um, New York Chicago, City. Right? Oh, New York City? Yeah. What was your time in that? Uh, six hours and two minutes. All right. So you're making progress. Getting there. <laughs> of course, all course is a little bit different, right? That's true, too. In New York, yeah. um, they have to, you go over the bridges, and it's during daylight savings time. So I actually started when it was light out, and I stopped to finish when it was like dusk. So it, mentally, it was just like exhausted. Yeah. So. Hey, Kelly, you have a fantastic story. Uh, congratulations on everything you've accomplished and your charitable work and from a personal standpoint, all the things you've done for yourself. Thank you so much. All right. Well, best of luck to you, and uh, let us know how you do in Tokyo. Thank you. I really right. appreciate it. Thank you so much. Okay. For now, this is Zeke saying goodbye. Don't forget to like us on Facebook and to subscribe to the People Chronicles channel on YouTube. Aloha. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.